In a world where professional wrestling, movies, and pro wrestling movies dominate the landscape of popular culture, three friends lost in a pit of despair saw hope in their ability to banter, bicker, and giggle with one another for hours on end while sitting on their couch. Forged in fire and bonded by bad jokes, silly puns, and sarcastic quips, young Michael Pava John Casey and the one they call Lumberjack united together into a theater of three, ready to showcase their talents on the grandest stage of them all, the podcasting stage. Through their trials and tribulations, the boys have seen it all. From body slams and peacocks, to Leslie Uggams and Tiny Lister's Giant Lister, to spoken words and segues about segues, Mike, Lumby and JC have been there to work the gimmick, brother. Whether it's Mr. Hunk, non-union equivalent Willem Dafoe, or King himself, drink! This ragtag trio has been with you through it all and will continue to offer their unsolicited opinion to those who accidentally download their podcast. Sorry about that. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, this is Three-Way Theater. Uh-huh. Welcome to the three-way theater. Yeah. Ha. You know, you know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh-huh. We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh-huh. From ready to rumble, body slamming Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting, screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Yeah. Three-way theater, three the hard way. From your boy Mike, JC, and Lumberjack. Yeah. Welcome to the three-way theater. You know. Hi. Welcome to the three-way theater. Three-way. Welcome to the three-way theater. Three-way. Welcome to the three-way theater. I also like how they yeah. write it like it's Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Welcome to Three-Way Theater. Hey, guys. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumber Jake. And I'm JC. And we're three best friends. You might call us three peas in a pod. Cast. That's right. And we review pro wrestling. Movies. And pro wrestling movies. Yeah, baby. I just want to point out, though, that I like I love to be recording this podcast with one of my best friends. Aww. Just one? Yeah. But mm-hmm. the math doesn't add up. Um, it no, adds it, up to it me. Does. Yeah. So who, if I have to ask, then I'm... So anyway, welcome to Three-Way oh, Theater. Yes, and we're um, on... <coughs> not only do we review pro wrestling movies. Oh, that's right. Also, mm. wrestling TV shows and pilots. <laughs> yeah, a tele- well actually this is a television yeah. movie. Mm, is that true? I don't think so. Well, once it didn't get well, I mean, we're getting ahead what, of ourselves. What, what is it actually well, that we're talking about? It's oh, a it's about that clown. clown. Yeah, yeah, he scares oh, the kids. with the red balloon? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, 99 of them. Yeah. <laughs> German clown. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> German expressionist. Yeah. Uh, no, we are talking about the sentimental classic. <laughs> a sentimental for us. Yes. Uh, the pilot for Tag Team. When it didn't get picked up the series, it was moved into a television movie. Uh, when did it air, Lumberjake? It aired in uh, 
It was actually the day before. It was, it was January 91. The day before the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Super Bowl 25. Yeah, quite yeah. a Super Bowl it was, yes. too, guys. Some, some would say it was the best Super Bowl of all time. Would I'm, you guys like to guess who uh, sang the, uh, the, the halftime show at that Super Bowl? Yes. Lumberjack, you're disqualified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to uh, think about my it. answer over to Lumberjack. It's 91. Okay, so let's say, is it um, Gloria Estefan? No. Ooh, um, um, was it Selena? It wasn't Selena. Was it Mariah Carey? No. Was it Vanilla Ice? Ooh, Madonna. No and no. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Gin Blossoms. No. no. Uh, you too. No. Wait, am I getting warmer? Because you were like, you kind of like, oh. no, no, no. You're, you're actually going far. further and further oh, away. Oh, okay. Um, Paul Abdul. No, it's it's a group. Oh, uh, Boys to Men. No. Ooh, 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 uh, you're uh, not black. <laughs> I don't think we can continue. I don't know if we can continue with this. I'm pod. just trying to give you hints. Okay. Um. Uh. Ooh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Uh, you are very very close. Oh. Um. Uh, New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Yes. Hanging tough, yes. JC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Laura, guys, guys, have we a great wasted day. all of our time trying to <laughs> guess. <laughs> <laughs> and do you guys want to guess who was in the Super Bowl? No. Uh, the I, Giants uh, and the uh, the other New York team. Yes, the Buffalo Williams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or as the layman's call them, the Bills. <laughs> yes. I love the Buffalo Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Giants won twenty to nineteen. Ooh, and that, and that close one, nail biter. And by the way, this would this would have been January twenty sixth, nineteen. Okay, so this must have been the twenty. Fifth or the twenty fourth that tag no, no, team no, aired. No, it was twenty seventh the Super Bowl. 26th, okay, all right. This um, has anybody has anybody ever heard of this beforehand? Hold and on, before you move on, uh, the head coach for the Bills was Martin <laughs> Marv Levy, and, I don't and the Giants had Bill Parcells. Um, Lumberjack, I don't know if you know who you're talking to right here. In the first quarter, it was a three three game, so that means uh, just two field goals. How? I, if you were to ask me how many quarters are in a game, I'd say a uh, dollar. Four quarters. You're right. Oh, oh all right. Yep. But right. Uh, that, that just just a guess. Uh huh. Because sure. you, as you'll know, uh, you know, are we watching the game tonight? Not, Not yet. yet. That was the answer to my neighbor when he wanted us to uh, move our car, and the big game was playing, and we were actually watching Sister Act Two back, back in, in the, the habit. habit. We sure were, <laughs> and oh. we were loving it. I'm like, will Lauren Hill ever <laughs> reunite with her mother? Red Roche was in that movie as a priest. I remember that. <laughs> And Stuck the bread in between the door <laughs> to keep it from opening. And we are watching this movie. It is blasting. The TV is all the way up. Well, we had to sing along. Yeah. And <laughs> my neighbor comes over and he goes, hey, you want to move that car? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you guys watching the game? Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> Who says that? Which is the worst answer the you worst can answer give. Worst answer you can give to we, we might as well have just said No. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the right answer. It would have answer. been a better answer if we said we're watching Sister Act 2 back in the half. <laughs> yeah, we like to wait until halftime to watch a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we like to mm-hmm. wait till the game gets going. Yeah, I mean, usually that's how it happens. That's right. You yeah, like to fast course. forward to the commercials. Um, exactly. You know, Lumberjake, you're talking about the head coaches of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, who starred in this movie tag team? The, this movie tag team starred the popular tag team of Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. And Rowdy mm-hmm. Roddy Piper. Hmm. Rowdy Rowdy. See, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, a three-way theater all-star. Is there ever was one on this podcast? He, he must have as more appearances than anyone. At this point, he has to because he was in our number one, and he's been popping up ever since. See, um, they, uh, it was really weird because because of this show, this made Jesse Ventura's final appearance ever. His last wrestling appearance 
like so filming. So in the ring, being in the ring for this was his last film. It showed. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, they filmed it at an actual wrestling event. Now, do you know what wrestling it was? This a WWE show? Oh, it, sure oh, was. it definitely was a because WWE I show. did see an Ultimate Warrior sign in the crowd uh, at the very beginning. Oh, sure, it was uh, actually March twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. Right. So that was the that, and that's kind of LA where, Sports Arena. And that's kind of where it's revealed that this was a pilot that did not get picked up because it was originally filmed in 90, supposed to go into the 90 season. Um, I think Jake has a little more information on the issues with the studios that prevented it from getting immediately picked up. I can actually tell you the whole card of the show if you that was that started. Yeah, give it to us. I can just run it through real fast. Opening match, Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper defeat the Orient Express with Mr. Fuji. That was not the Orient Express, and that was not Mr. <laughs> Fuji. <laughs> Um, Akeem defeated Paul Roma. Rick Martel defeated Brutus Beefcake. Tugboat defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. Dino Bravo beat Jimmy Snuka. Jake Roberts beat Ted DiBiase. The Hart Foundations and the Rocker went to a double DQ. And the Ultimate Warrior beat Mr. Perfect in an Intercontinental title match. Do you think it was smart of them to put, the, put it on first? I mean, yeah. The cr- I mean, th- the yeah, audience the- was just ape shit. The crowd would have been happy just to see the guys, see Piper... Um, uh, they didn't. No, no. They they saw uh, Tricky Rick McDonald. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Tricky sorry. Ricky baby and Billy the Body. Well, so young here's the, blood. Here's the thing: the crowd doesn't know that because of the voiceovers and dubbing that's mm-hmm. done in this match. You mm-hmm. mean they didn't actually play Mean Gene Oakland giving meticulous point by point rules <laughs> of what a tag team match? Well, is? you know, they had to explain how a tag team match works to right. all the laymen, to out all the dum dums that yeah. watch the network. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also the fact that the ring announcer is Gene Okerlund's voice. Yes, but, but the not ring announcer is not correct. Gene Okerlund. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was originally filmed in 1990, and then uh, once it didn't get picked up, most of these pilots, when they don't get picked up, they're just there, right? So you got to burn them off. So after like NBC, when Saturday Night Live isn't doing new episodes, they're going to slot in just these random... That's how Saturday Night's Main Event first got on the yeah. network, when they just needed content. So it's kind of just like a backup? Plan? It's a yep. fill. Burn it off. Filler? Like, let's let's just fill it into a TV movie. Burn well, it a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize this. This was actually the closest show that ever came to being a show without becoming one. Oh, is it? That's what Roddy Piper said. <laughs> oh, Roddy Piper did say that. <laughs> um, I don't know if he knew what that meant. <laughs> um, has, um, well, go on. Has any of us seen this before? So this is the first time I've seen it in full. Um, it because it, it so it was uploaded to YouTube. So if you head onto the YouTubes, a few. you'll be able to watch it in its entirety, yeah, including a commercial. We'll get to that. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, you. This was the first time I've seen it in full. Me as well. Three Way Theater All Star Kevin Castro actually has this on VHS tape. Awesome. At the end of his Clash of Champions fifteen. Awesome. The only thing I've ever seen with, of this was a clip on YouTube before, which was the final fight scene, specifically really the big climactic moment at the end, but we'll get there when mm-hmm. we get there. Oh, yeah. Uh, this show was the brainchild of a six-year-old son of one of the writers who, while watching wrestling one day with his father, said, Dad, wouldn't it be neat if one of these wrestlers became a cop? ka <laughs> His name was Tommy Westfall. <laughs> Looked in a snow globe. Um, Roddy Piper and Jesse Minturd, uh chose to do all their own stunts in this show. Yeah, I mean, they're going to brag about it. Like, yeah, we're going to do this. And uh, because they did their own wrestling stunts, the the studio got them a masseuse afterwards <laughs> for being, because they're big stars and they just went through all that stuff. Wowie, wowie. Yowie, wowie. So, um, I love, I mean, let's just, I mean, we well, dive well, do, in. Do we have a, we have a synopsis here? Yes, I do have a synopsis. 
All right. Let's so the get next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this was originally supposed to be a 13 episode run if they got picked up to series. So just imagine wow. if uh, if this had gone <laughs> to yeah, where uh, it is. Co-producers uh, Corelco and Disney were producing this show. And uh, apparently there was a lawsuit between those two companies not involving tag team in any way, which stopped them be- from being able to work together, which stopped them from moving forward with the show. So uh, Disney, which was a uh, Buena Vista studio. Buena Vista. Ooh, Buena Vista. Yeah. I love Del Buena Vista. <laughs> you mean to tell me there's not a single place in all of Buena Vista's video? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So here's the synopsis for tag team. Tricky Rick McDonald and Billy the Body Youngblood are two of the best wrestlers in the country. Are they? <laughs> they are told to <laughs> they take... They couldn't say that when they were themselves. <laughs> uh, they are told to take a dive by the wife of a promoter, and if they don't, she'll make sure they are blackballed from wrestling. When they don't do what she says, they are fired immediately. Then they try out many jobs without success. And when they stop a grocery store robbery, they get the idea to be cops. So begins a new chapter in the life of this tag team. Bad guys, watch, watch out! Okay, ew. Second of all, this is the first time we've had a synopsis that actually tells you the this, correct thing. This is the first one, right? That actually like, <laughs> tells the like, story. This is episode it's, 40. It's it, taken us 40 episodes to get a right synopsis. Yeah, but it also like tells you everything, and then a dog walker comes up and it's like, all right, and then we're never getting into too many details. Yeah, but they didn't tell us the dog's name. We'll get there. <laughs> so how come... Um, Ventura got to keep the body in his name, but fucking uh, Piper had to be Tricky Ricky. Well, here's my thought on that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I th- I'd like to think that mm-hmm. Roddy Piper wanted this to be a sequel, sequel to, to Body, body Slam. Slam. I thought the same fucking thing. Ooh. Quick Rick Roberts and Tricky Rick McDonald. Ooh. Yes, that's the same thought that I had. All right, interesting. Uh, watching this, I was like, I-, I had the same exact thought that you did. And not only that, one of the first things you see is a little... A boy walk in. I'm like, Missy transitioned. (laughs) (laughs) The little boy's got smarts, though, because he he says Andre the Giant without his name is just some tall guy. That's true. Also... Who is the little kid? He's, he's just a fan. Uh, just a fan. He, so he just fan w- can just come into, into the, the locker room? He, ran, he runs in. He's, nope, he's nope. Kinda, he strolled in, he, and he was the, giving them, he's like, what am to the Lizard Brothers, guys? He's hanging outside, He's hanging outside, and he gets his chance to run into the locker room, and he does that. He's like, hey, guys, um, uh, what is this? Uh, the Lizard Brothers were amazing. That would never happen That's in like real life. You, Could you imagine if there was like two wrestlers brawling down a closed-off hallway with the camera following them, and a, and a fucking random fan just followed uh, them uh, down? Lumberjack, that happened when Mike Pava ran ran in during CM Punk versus Kane in a Falls Count Anywhere match at a SmackDown table. That happened. And security was blocking all of us from going except for Mike Pava, who walked right under the guy's arm. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, what's going on here? Some kind of wrestling match? I have my arm at human height. Nobody should be able to get under that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I, I thought the Rick McDonald thing was totally uh, a call. And and I actually kind of think Piper plays him kind of like yeah, the um, wardrobe, 100% the same. So many blouses, like ridiculous <laughs> blouses. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, and it's canon to me that this is, it kind of makes me wonder what happened to Tonga Tom, but. Uh, um, JC. Yeah. He died. Oh my God. How? Car accident. <laughs> oh no. Well, that makes a darker turn here. So I watched this show. I watched this show a couple times. As did I. The second time I watched it, uh, my sister walked in. And uh, she walked in during the opening scene 
where ab- <laughs> Roddy Piper's giving Jesse Ventura an abdominal stretch to crack his back. Yeah, this is the first time we see our heroes, and it <laughs> looks like they're fucking. Do you remember that? Remember? I that? mean, this entire this entire episode, it feels like they're. I fucking. mean, they yes, are roommates. They definitely are. It's they are a- like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Mikey and Lumby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the he cracks his back with an abdominal stretch. Mm-hmm. The it, that that was. Re- like, it's ridiculous. Do you remember that scene where it was like Triple H was trying to train Trish Stratus how to wrestle? Yes. And then Stephanie walked Walk in. Hammer lock. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, oh, yeah, bend down and reach between my legs and pull my leg. Yep. That's what this was to me. I agree. I thought Absolutely. the same thing. Um, um, also, wrestling is real here. Yes. Um, and we find that out when we're introduced to the promoter and his wife. Oh, Shannon uh, Tweed. Yeah. Shannon Leona Tweed. Lewis. I don't Keep care what they say. I'm, I'm in love with you. I masturbate. Wasn't she on an, uh, Married with Children? She was, but she is a softcore porn legend. And she has been in multiple movies that I jacked it to on Skinamax <laughs> back Leon- in the day. Leona Lewis, the singer, was six years old when this move, when this show came out. Which is crazy. Her it's parents, insane. huge fans of Huge fans of tag team. <laughs> um, yeah, I was shocked to see Shannon fucking Tweed, uh, also the wife of Gene Simmons. Yes, that's um, right. Like, real-life wife. Yeah. Um, and she was also in Detroit Rock City. She sure was. I would like to think that if the series had been picked up, she would have been a recurring villain I, for the I series. I would have hoped so, because... Oh, because the sure. end game is you got to get back in the ring, right, right? exactly. If there was a series. Well, that's what I was That's what I was thinking. Where do you go... Are they out of wrestling forever? They because that's how blackball. It, because that's how it seems by the end. Yeah, like not like, to jump ahead, but it wrestling. seems like this is our new chapter of our life. But if you, if it had gone to series and the series is tag team, you have to eventually come back to the I ring. Agree. So um, Leona Lewis wants them to take a dive for the best tag team in wrestling, the Samurai Brothers. And which I'm thinking, so lucky that the Lizard Brothers changed their name because this Lizard Brothers versus the Samurai Brothers would have been <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Um, something I something. First of all, they changed Mr. Fuji's name to Mr. Saki. Mr. Fucking Saki. Now, if this was a sequel to Body Slam, you know who the perfect tag team would have been to fight them. Mr. Kim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Dong>! <laughs> oh, by the way, if they don't take a dive, Shannon Tweed's gonna tell her husband that they made a pass at her. Yep, that they raped her. And, Je- <laughs> and Jesse Ventura uh, is gonna say, "But we didn't do that." <laughs> uh, stellar acting were there, Jess. Yeah. Um, so, can can we like always paint up the Orient Express? Yes. Because they looked awesome wearing their face paint. That, they did look really cool. And uh, Mr. Fuji, Mr. Saki had the kendo stick, or as they called it, a judo stick. <laughs> um, I love that the entire premise of this of this match and everything about it yep. is the storyline of every bad gimmick idea. Uh, our my old friend Tim Kilgore would do to pitch <laughs> wrestling gimmicks is that they're uh, they in this case they would be banished from wrestling for life yeah and when their backs up against the wall and nowhere left to turn <laughs> they'd have to get a regular job yes. right as opposed to the other way around uh, 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 Piper chasing and hitting Mr Saki with the judo stick is hilarious, hilarious. yeah mm-hmm. he, and then he just chases them out of the building leaving nobody on the apron for him to tag. Which is, uh, I've done that to Mikey before. <laughs> yeah. Just took off. Um, um, do so you guys think, oh, go ahead. They they end up winning the match. Right. Yes. Uh, and Leona Lewis looks to her husband and whispers in his ear. Uh-huh. Keep so, bleeding. Keep, keep bleeding. Uh, no, she, um, she uh, we assume, says that they uh, had their way with her. Yep. 
The promoter believes her because, you know, why wouldn't you? He immediately turns a dime on that. Luckily, she's a very fast whisperer. <laughs> and she just whispered, I told you nothing, and whispered in your ear saying nothing. You couldn't have possibly whispered that. We, we get no reason as to why they're supposed to take the dive. It's just because she said so. Because the Samurai Brothers are the hottest tag team. Boom. What more do you need? Also, the Orient Express are the hottest tag team in wrestling, obviously. Um, so do you, so, I mean, do you think they should have taken the dive? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, probably would have I mean, made things wrestling. a lot easier. Um, yeah. I probably could have made a lot more money if they just taken the dive. Uh, yeah, if they were the ones that invented wrestling being fixed, they would be millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't any of these jerks <laughs> think about that? When you fools. Well, think about what that six-year-old kid would think. Oh, by the way, the L.A. Sports Coliseum also housed the two fights from Rocky where he fought oh, Apollo Creed. Right. It hosted the L.A. portion of WrestleMania 2 and was also the home of WrestleMania 7 in March 24th, 1991. Nice. Interesting. Um, so they're gone. They're banished from wrestling. They're done. Yep. Uh, out they, of work, out of worth. <laughs> they, um, they head to the mill where they live. Um, um, the coolest mill but, ever. Um, but they, they, they take separate, like... Well, he has to ride his motorcycle. We're, we're Jesse his has his motorcycle. Fucking. Jesse loves to feel the fringe ride through the air. Piper's got his fucking Camaro. Why no, can't they just no, carpool? They're a they, goddamn tag team. They live at this mill. Do you know who their neighbor would be? Uh, um, uh, uh, the, the guy who killed himself in the, that movie? Nope. What uh, the fuck? In Grunt, he's thinking... Oh, you're the... Yeah. Uh, no. Mad, jo- Mad Dog Joe DiCurso? The uh, that building was also the home of Sal Bandini from Ready to Rumble. What? It's all connected, brother. It, they, you know, all of our movies end up in the same universe. Sal Bandini's True. wrestling school was the same out- exterior shot as That's awesome. them living there at that mill. Um, uh, I would think as pro wrestlers, they would be much better movers. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're shown right in the beginning that Jesse uh, has a bad me, back. That he has a bad back, and um, you know that doesn't go so He's well. Like, and I got blood clots in my lungs. <laughs> Agent Orange, <laughs> the body. <laughs> so they're they're movers for a day. Well, because, yeah, because uh, you know we, we got to get money. We got to make some money because yeah. we can't. How are we going to afford this giant mill? How apartment? are they going to pay the rent? <laughs> <laughs> they are. They become movers. They, you know, they probably should have thought of, all, of that before they. You know, they should have taken the dive. They're they're living in a loft that Wayne and Garth live in in Wayne's World too. Yes, like they're like, the main doll the factory. Pole, Where are you gonna go, quick Rick? Leprechaun to <laughs> Ireland. Uh, uh, they they they're they just cuts to them moving and they're picking up. They're mm-hmm. moving a piano up a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They proceed to drop the piano down the stairs. Because uh-huh. Jesse's back goes out on him. Excuse me, Billy's back. Yep. Uh, goes out on him. And it proceeds to punch a giant hole through the entire mm, building. Yeah. The piano was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it burst through a brick wall, causing a giant. That, everyone needs to evacuate. That's structural damage? Yeah. That I is- don't think pianos should, one, work that way. And two, if that wall is that thin, yeah, you got to get the fuck out of that building. And if those guys are the movers... Like they're going to be in worse financial trouble than they were in before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, only, not only did it go through the window. Not only did they break the piano. Yeah. It fell onto the moving truck. And I think we just body slammed the truck. <laughs> no, your acting was way better than Jesse's. <laughs> <laughs> I think we... No, you didn't body slam the truck. You dropped a goddamn piano on it. Listen, a lot of things they call body slam makes no fucking sense. Yeah, body slam, elbow drop. Um, <laughs> um, they have the best idea of the entire fucking show when they suggest to open a wrestling school. Yeah. 
Yeah, but see, only uh, champions do that <laughs> after they retired, and they've definitely lost their share of matches. Bro, if you've been banished from wrestling, you're retired. <laughs> like, you're done. Yeah, but that's only for, like, champions and stuff, and they right. weren't, like, big winners. Yeah, they've only been around for about 10 years, and they've <laughs> never won the belts. Yeah, only the big champions train good wrestlers. Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. Bo Douglas. Yeah, all the, all the cl- champions. Yeah. SD Jones. Right. Yeah. See, it's... It's, they're wrong. It's always the losers that succeed. Exactly. It's always the journeyman guys that succeed in wrestling. I mean, Killer Kowalski is one of the most prolific trainers in the New England area. Yeah. And, I mean, he, w- I mean, he, he was a champion, but, like, he th- could have easily started a wrestling school. Come of on. Of course. Oh, 100%. There was absolutely no reason for they that. They could have been Sal Bandini. Done they, it right in yeah, the middle. they could have just went to the school next door and said, <laughs> hey, can we train with you? And I'll tell you what. I would have loved a series about wrestling school. Like, that would have been fun. Between jobs, we learn about one of my favorite uh, quirks about Jesse Ventura. He loves eating grapes. Throwing grapes in the air and catching them in his mouth while he's lying down. The most dangerous thing you can do. He could choke. People choke on that. You're supposed to slice grapes before you give them to children, let alone tossing grapes up in the air, catching them in your mouth. That's dangerous work. Mikey, get on your back. I'm going to toss you some grapes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just went down him, and now he has a big stomach because the grapes <laughs> filled him up. Uh, so they decide to work at a self-defense class. Sure. And do you know who the instructor is? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, Please well, yeah. tell me. Mikey, the, you don't really, didn't realize who it was? No. The, the self-defense instructor was <sighs> Kathy Kinney, a.k.a. Mimi, Mimi from, from the, the Drew, Drew Carey Show. Show. Wow. In her Holy first role. That was her very out. first role. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I marked out so hard. So that was nice of them. They, st- they couldn't hack it as, as self-defense dummies, basically, getting mm-hmm. beat up. Yep. So uh, they bailed. Which, which doesn't make any sense. They're wrestlers. They should be able to take the punishment, right? Yeah, especially wearing a giant, like, a giant padded outfit. They weren't told what, they were, what was going to happen. You want to work with women? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wrestling is a shoot, though, so. True. Ugh. So they, uh, it was really nice of them. to. They gave them the full pay, even though they didn't stay for the second class. So they went down to the uh, grocery store, mm-hmm. do some uh, food shopping with their money that they don't have. Roddy Piper grabs two giant bags of cookies. Yes. <laughs> yep. Well, Jesse wasn't there to stop him because he had to go get some grapes. <laughs> oh, my God, Jesse. That's would have been a quirk for the entire first series. First of all, the grapes are the very first thing you see in the store. I don't know where the hell he was. <laughs> <laughs> Their carriage <Young> was full. <laughs> so the many names should have been old blood. Yeah. Oh my God, blood clot. So, uh, somebody tries to to rob the store at bat point. <laughs> there was a bat, but there was also a gun. Yeah, the guy holding up the store had a bat, uh-huh. and then his friends, after the guy got beat up. They have guns. Wouldn't they do the holding up? No, no, listen, think. here it is. We're going to start with the bats. And if this don't work out, I got a couple guns in the back, and we might have to use those. We, so, s- we see the obligatory uh, airplane spin, Roddy which is Piper, almost in every goddamn movie. Roddy Piper disabled the guy with the bat using Roddy Piper moves. He proceeded mm-hmm. to have every Roddy Piper match. Well, ever. Poke, for, in the <laughs> eye, <laughs> poke in the eye. Airplane spin. Yep. Like, oh, my. Was it, was it They Live and we did our, our mini-sode? Yep. Where it was just that beating, punching fight. back and yeah, forth. Back the longest suplex. fight scene ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be I mean, I love Roddy Piper, but, like, we're not saying that he's, like, the great choreographer here. So there must have been a crazy budget on this show because they had so many explosions. Well, including the, the, the piano with the truck. Yeah. And then we have this scene where uh, they, you know, hey, 
Remember the the rockers move? No, there was the high flyers. Oh, the high flyers. <laughs> Excuse me, that comes later. Um, yeah, Greg, uh, Greg, Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel. Oh, the, oh, their move. Oh, they used to uh, push a dumpster into a car. I was thinking, like, did they push a dumpster into the high flyers? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, any of the big ex- uh, effects would have been reused throughout the series. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, you know, uh, they chase down these bad guys who have guns, and uh, Billy Youngblood says. They got they got guns. I don't like guns. Um, See, I thought this was going to be a whole crux of his character in yes. the show. Uh, well, it wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so the the cops show up and they're arresting the the criminals. Oh, by the way, we, uh, we don't want to skip over our very first up and over, down, down and, and out. out. God damn it! Jake's been saying that all day, today. <laughs> and every time he looks at me, he wants me to react to it. <laughs> And we've been we, so we've been waiting to talk about this episode for about a week Weeks. now. Yeah. And we've all been dancing around it because we've been waiting so long to talk about this show. Uh, the co- the cop thought that they were cops themselves. Like, like undercover, yeah. And uh, the guy goes, hey, didn't you tell me they were on our side? They do. They are. They fight the forces of evil. <laughs> They're wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that gives them the bright idea. Hey, let's be cops. That's, yeah. a, that's a movie. We can't say that. It's a different movie. See, this right here is what this would have been the end of the first episode. Yes. Boom. Well, I think this. So here's what I also think. This would have been a half hour show, maybe. Well, yeah. So it could have been like these were the two half hours combined together. So that would have been the end of like episode one. Yes. One hundred percent. Then we get our first commercial, commercial break. break. So uh, I love the commercials during this show. Yes. 1991 commercials, fantastic. The best commercials. All the way live from my home studio. It's Ricky and D. With a new kind of steak for a new kind of cowboy. Chicken, yo, yippee yo. McDonald's has something big cooking. A grilled steak sandwich with sauteed onions and mushrooms on a sourdough roll. Yo, man, the steak sauce is deaf. Yeah, mighty fine dining. And mighty filling with McDonald's fries. But you better giddy on up before the grilled steak sandwich is gone. Word up. Always good food. Always good value. Ah, oh, there goes the sun. Going. Going. Gone. Do it again, Daddy. Lifesavers candy. Isn't life delicious? A lot of you insist on eating wheat thins and oat thins because they taste good. But the whole idea behind these crackers is that you can eat them without feeling guilty. That's why they're baked, not fried. I mean, eat them because they're delicious, and you miss the whole point. Um, all of the commercials throughout this entire show, there was never a repeated commercial. If you watch a show now, every single commercial it's break, the it's the same three commercials over and over again. Oh, shoot. This had completely unique and different commercials for every single break. Yes. Uh, our first commercial was the McDonald's grilled steak sandwich commercial. I'm all about the steak dudes. Now, I'm in. I'm uh, starving right now. I'm all about a steak sandwich. I, w- I want to give it to McDonald's because... Ooh, hell <laughs> yeah. Give it to them, Mike. They, they were the only... Um, Advertisers who had two commercials, but they were two different, different, different commercials. One for the African American folk and one for the white Whoa, folk. Whoa, I don't know about Hold that. They sure did. On. No, they no, sure no. did. Just because it was like an urban rapping commercial doesn't mean that was for everybody. Yeah, it was for. I would say a younger demographic and an older yeah. demographic. Yeah, but yes. you would see then. Then the next commercial uh, would be uh, for the cowboys. What, what? for the cowboys? You mean the Dallas Cowboys? No, that's what they said at the end of the commercial. Grilled steak sandwiches for the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Which was the white I portion. 
Go back what? and watch. I've watched oh, it twice. My God, and no. so did you. Okay. So I don't know how you missed you it. You are ridiculous Calm right down. now. <laughs> um, He's on the table. Okay, let's get away from these grilled steak sandwich commercials. <laughs> They're causing a lot of friction. Yeah. In Bring three them back. Uh, next time we get a Frosted Flakes commercial. I love this Frosted Flakes commercial. Anonymous people. Yeah, yeah I, that's what my sister said too. She, she was walking around as I was watching. She's like, I remember these commercials. Like it really, that brought me back. Then we get a, a lifesaver commercial. No, we got a Vix commercial. Oh, the, the okay, the Vix forty four uh, during commercial. this commercial. I'm like, is she like an English as a second language teacher? <laughs> I didn't know what was happening, but she was not. Nope, no. she uh, she was a teacher to uh, study for a citizenship. Help people test. get their citizenship and their uh, you know pass into the United States and. I couldn't. I She'll couldn't miss damned. your. I couldn't miss your last class. Yeah. Well, you should have, because now you're going to get them sick and they're going to miss graduation. Uh-huh. So I hope you're happy. <laughs> uh, then we got the lifesavers commercial. All right. Uh, which you know, a lifesavers commercial is weird to me anyway. Well, when's the last time you saw a lifesavers commercial? I mean, they don't have to sell anymore because they're just there. They're just a part of the yeah. world. Yeah. Back then, you had to sell them hard. Nowadays, everybody. There's a few other things on like throughout yeah. these commercials. Like you're like, why does that need an advertisement? Yeah. Um, then we got a commercial for wheat and oat thins. Where the fuck did oat thins go? <laughs> oat wheat thins, thins were there. People were like, oh, we fucking, the wheat thins won out. We got to get rid of the oats. <laughs> there was that war. Yeah, the between... war between the wheats and the oats. And then their catchphrase was, they taste good. I don't agree with that. <laughs> who, who, also, who takes a little tiny bite of it? Uh, I mean, I would because they're disgusting. Yeah, you eat it like Gus Gus and Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Gus 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 Gus. <laughs> you are always Gus Gus Lumberjack. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, we got uh, a, a trailer for Son of the Morning Star, a <laughs> General Custard uh, crazy horse uh, made for TV movie starring Lou Diamond Phillips. I mean, I'm a big uh, LDP fan. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> I love you know, LDP. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with them. Yep. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I was wondering if that would maybe another failed uh, pilot turned into a uh, uh, made TV for TV movie. movie. Yeah. I could see that. I feel like whenever I see something like that, it's like they wanted that to be more than it actually is, but then they saw it and was like, nope. So um, when we finally get back to the TV show, they are in their. Uh, it's. Right. It's police, police academy. Yeah, I felt that I felt you could stretch out an entire season of police academy just with that. Yep. Yes, there's so r- especially right with it. that smart mouth Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't call him Pork Chop. <laughs> what the the they're going through they're going through the the all the trainees and there's the Asian guy. Uh-huh. What's his name? I, I don't. I don't. Wong. Remember. And was and was there another one next to him? And his name was White. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, the guy that played Tyler, I was watching this, and my girlfriend happened to see it, and she goes, "Hey, that's Mr. Mosby from the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody." And she would be right. Yes, <laughs> that was in fact Mr. Mosby. Unfortunately, in uh, December of '91, uh, less than a year later. Uh, poor uh, Phil Lewis was arrested after he accidentally killed Isabel Durante in a car accident, and he was charged with manslaughter and driving while intoxicated. It's always the car accident. Whoa. His blood alcohol level was measured three times the legal limit for intoxication. He was sentenced to five years in prison, but suspended four, citing Lewis's work with his arrest uh, after his arrest with a prison-based theater troupe, which pre- performed in jails, schools, and churches. A prison-based <laughs> theater group. Yes. This sounds... Uh, where's the fucking series on that? 
<laughs> I don't know, but we're going to start writing it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was ordered to serve two years probation after his release and perform 350 hours of community service. So we got the Ted Kennedy treatment. So that explains sure. why he no longer tried to be a police officer. <laughs> yeah, you can't play a <laughs> cop after that. Yeah, pretty messed up. But he could have been the Michael Winslow character in all the Police Academy movies. <laughs> oh, he, uh, man, oh. he he doesn't seem to think that uh, our um, our what, main stars will make it through what are the training. Circus in town, they're like giant and in, in shape. What do you? Why mean? shouldn't they make it? <laughs> well, I don't know because uh, Quick Rick. I mean, not Quick Rick. Uh, uh, McDonald's? Tricky Rick. Tricky Rick. Oh, tricky Ricky. Uh, he's not quick anymore. So now he's just tricky. He's just tricky. Uh, he's uh, really down on his luck. He doesn't think he's going to make it through Police Academy. Um, Tyler's giving them shit, and the cop then busts Tyler, makes him do a few laps, and tells the two, I'll drop kick the pair of you right out of the ring. Oy vey. At least I, she follows the sport. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a similar experience when I was a uh, professional boxer briefly. Oh, the ducks. Yep. So uh, the guy, uh, we like locked up with each other, and I pushed him away, and the referee comes up to me and says, none of that professional wrestling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. He, he knew. He knew. He knew. So, uh, Tricky Rick doesn't think he's going to pass the police exam. <laughs> I mean, he's too dumb, right? I mean, I mean, wait a minute. Who's the tallest wrestlers in the world? Uh, Andre the Giant, 7'4", Shoei Baba, 7'2". <laughs> Heaviest. Haystacks Calhoun, 608 pounds. Most popular. Hulkster Warrior, Jake the Snake. What? What's what? the point? It got him into the mindset of answering questions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he started asking him like police procedural questions. Immediately nailed it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he's got it. And then he was he was in class repeating stuff to himself, and I had to rewind it several times to find out what he was saying to remind himself these things. He goes, um, uh, "Warlord was partnered with the Barbarian. Ah, uh, zone change." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> First man to hit an opponent with a ring bell. Classy Freddy Blassie. It's, why, why are these things helping? Buck Zumoff, Miranda writes. <laughs> I don't know what these things could possibly be helping. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, but it was that, like, you know, it somehow connected to him and was able to help him pass the exam. Yes, they graduate. You knew they were going to get past the physicals, and you knew they were going to pass the, like, the courses. Yes. And they just, you know, had to... They, they legit killed it on the obstacle course. Like, they showed them doing it. They did fantastic. Well, I mean, Jesse's a former Navy SEAL. Well, Tyler I didn't tried know that. He never said that before. <laughs> Navy SEAL. He, he does say it when they're doing shooting practice, <laughs> um, though. Jake because, you know, he hates guns it. so much, but he's so good when, at shooting them. When the, when the sergeant walks up, he's not shooting. I'm like, he's going to refuse to shoot his gun. Like, that's perfect because he doesn't like guns. Nope. And then she's like, shoot your gun. He's like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. All I dead center. immediately got over that. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm a Navy SEAL. <laughs> okay. So here's the most nonsensical plot of this entire series. Yes. Jess, Jesse's r- sleeve ripping when he <laughs> saluted. <laughs> okay. Second most nonsensical thing um, is that the uh, police academy trainer would then become the captain. Now, here's the thing, too. She becomes captain, and you. Hey, she becomes <laughs> captain, and you would think. You would think, you know, oh, this is great. Nice progressive role for this woman. But no, she's captain, but she's wearing a skirt. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice she was wearing a skirt. I did wearing not a, either. She's got her whole, like, the whole, from, from waist up, she looks like a cop. And from waist down, she looks Meter like... You're made? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the most nonsensical thing to me. It's like, okay, we hired this actress. We want to keep her on the show. 
but uh, we, you know, we're only doing the police academy for like fifteen minutes. We gotta get, <laughs> we gotta get her. Into we the gotta get to the next break of commercials. Promotion. And then, and like, and I love how they just write it off. Like, all of a sudden, she goes, "Wait, you're here, and you're the captain." She goes, "Yeah, I got a promotion." Promotion came down graduate. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That would never, <laughs> never happen. in a million years. Uh, next up, we get commercials for Dexatrim, Rolades, the American Music Awards, a Norwegian cruise line, and just a straight-up news break, which I thought was just going to take up the rest of the episode. <laughs> you can uh, <laughs> you can tell it's the 90s because the diet pills were pretty popular back then. Yes. Uh, Dexatrim. Dexatrim is still around today, but it is not the same formula. It, in uh, the PBAs 90- were a big thing in that. That was uh, rec- um, recalled by the FDA as well as the... Um, uh, 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 Epinephrine, okay, I believe, right. which also uh, would help. Any sort of medicine you wanted to sell back then, it had to have what it did in the title. Mm. Dexa That's trim. True. It had yeah. to make you trim and all these other things. Uh, Dexa triaminixic. Gets you dizzy. Yeah. Triaminixic. <laughs> um, so when... so. At this point, like again, we have fit like five episodes of a TV show into one episode. Yeah, because we now get into the actual plot of the episode. Well, they get their first assignment. Well, because we get the scene of the dog walker. Yes, who has witnessed a crime. Yes, her one of her dogs got away and happened to run right to the scene of a crime. Mm-hmm. Why was it waiting outside that one car? <laughs> well, Max wanted to go for a ride. <laughs> Why would it skip every other car in the building and go right, right to one? Right in perfect hiding spot. Um, so I was trying to remember who the actress was, who the dog walker was, and then I realized she was the girlfriend in Charles in Charge for Scott Bayo. Oh. And uh, she was also in the first Ghostbusters movie. Oh. I, I and, think uh, she was hotter than Leona Lewis. <laughs> um, that's a hot take. Uh, I mean, that is a very strong take. I wouldn't say I that. love Shannon Tweed, so I'm not going to... I'll show you some things of Shannon Tweed later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll change your tune real quick. Um, the other cops are making fun of the two wrestlers for for like walking around and doing things on a stakeout. I recognized one of the detectives. I didn't. I recognized both of them. Uh, one of them was in one show, and the other one, Three Way Theater All Star, was in Mister Nanny. Okay, all right, that's who. All right, he was the corrupt person who ended up giving up Austin Pendleton's information all right. over to Br- no, not Brell, uh, Thantos. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brill was no holds barred. Yes. Um, well, okay, he was a. They're awesome. very excited to kind of take this position because guess what, guys? They get to wear plain clothes. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> they go. Um, I found this guy upstairs checking a closet, and they're like, "A bad guy hiding in a closet? That's rich." <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Why not? Sure. That would never happen. Now I fully ex- right. expected a bad guy to, to pop be out in of the closet. closet. Did that happen? No. Oh. No, it did not. So uh, when they're doing this stakeout now, they're protecting this dog walker, right? Yep. Um, now, we, I think you, you had us listen to something where Roddy Paper was talking about being put up in a house. Yeah. They, uh, they, they let them stay at the house they were staking out in, in the TV show. They, made, they let them live there. <laughs> Like what a great gig, huh? Like, yeah. Like, like, not, did he not, not have a home? Like, what <laughs> I do mean, you mean? Maniac he, loves you. <laughs> I yeah. love you too, maniac. Was he forging for nuts? <laughs> um, um, so what did the, what did this dog walker? She saw a drug deal. A murder. She, uh, they they killed two undercover cops. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the two bad guys killed two undercover cops. She saw it and was able to identify both guys in a police lineup. And now, now here, they want to silence her. But here's the yes. problem. Here's the problem with this. A witness witnessed a murder. She does a police lineup and picks the two guys out right there in the lineup. Yep. And they say, great, you're going to have to do that in open court now. 
And she's like, oh, my God, am I going to be safe? And they're like, no. I mean, yep, because <laughs> we're going to protect you. And then was it the same guys that were in the lineup that have been chasing her the whole show? Yes. yes. Why did they release them? Good question, Lumberjake. It's a great For the question. murder of two police officers. Correct. That's the, that right. is absolutely correct, and it makes absolutely no sense. So, uh, Jesse Ventura, he's the king of sneaking up behind someone. <laughs> it, earlier on in the supermarket, he jumped off of this giant display yes. and took out the guy with the gun before they slammed him in the world's softest pile of bread. Well, then they cannot sell that bread. That bread is ruined. Oh, yeah. That's that's discount bread now. <laughs> discount bread. Uh, this In the house, he sneaks up behind the bad guy with a gun and pulls the rug out from under him. Legit just pulls the rug out from under the, it. The thugs, um, when they arrive, they arrive in a creepy van. <laughs> yep. They, uh, uh, they actually take the mailman and pretend to be the mailman in order to get into the house. So do you guys... Okay, and I'm just asking you, I thought they killed the cops here. <laughs> Me, I, he they shot, shot him, him point, point blank, blank range in the chest. With a shotgun. <laughs> okay. All and right. then he's like, he'll be okay. He yeah, should have been gonna dead. Make it. Is he? He should have been. Attempted murder on a cop. But again, since they've already released the guys that were accused it's of murdering Jesus. the cops. One of the funniest visuals is when the bad guys come in and Jesse and Roddy apprehend them, go upstairs to check on her. And one bad guy's climbing down the terrace. The girl is fully down the street. Yeah, she, she had been running. It. As soon as someone knocked on the door, she was out the window <laughs> and down the street. Um, the other thing is that, okay, granted, uh, at this time, I thought the two regular uh, detectives were murdered. Yep. Um, but also, uh, Jess and Roddy are still police brutality, just destroying these guys. They would be, they would get out, they would sue the police department. Um, also, the guy from Mr. Nanny, he was only knocked out, so I'm starting to think he was in on this one, too. That would be a great reveal. Interesting. Another tie-in. That mm-hmm. would be a great reveal. Because he always plays just the guy that's he's going a, to turn on. He's a squirmy on, guy. Yeah, always. Yeah. So, uh, after all this, um, our main characters are suspended? Uh, yeah, well, because the, the uh, lady captain believes them, but right now she cannot. She's covering their butts. Yeah, yeah exactly. She suspends both of them because you know he's she's doing it for the both of them. She's protecting them. Yes. Next commercial break, we got Lipton soup mix, Lowry seasoning powder, garlic powder commercial. Yeah. This what? one. Hot roast tonight? Leave a light on. Then you won't forget the Lipton recipe soup mix. Its special blend of seasonings and toasted onions make pot roast delightful. Add Lipton recipe soup mix. It's too good to forget. Me? Boring? Why, I'm notorious for stirring things up. Lowry's garlic powder. You're not cooking without it. To celebrate 30 years of 30-minute delivery, Domino's Pizza delivers the Big 3-0. Oh, oh, the Big 3-0. Order a large pizza at regular price and get a medium with your favorite topping for just 30 cents more. Oh, oh, the Big 3-0. A great deal like this won't last forever, so call now and ask for the Big 3-0. Oh, oh, the Big 3-0. It's time for Domino's Pizza Big 3-0. Imagine your dad running your school. What would you think about me taking that job as principal? No! And Grandpa runs your home. What's for breakfast, Grandpa? Gopher paws and sort of a light cream sauce. You've got Jonathan Winters and Randy Quaid. Don't want them feeding the cat any more peanut butter because he can't meow anymore. It's the preview of Davis Rules tomorrow after the Super Bowl. Just too damn much love in this family. 
This one specifically had things that were like like crest. Yeah. Like that was my that. Oh no, wait. The the kids getting their cavities was my favorite commercial. <laughs> <out of> everything <laughs> creep. <laughs> that might have been that commercial. That was a good commercial. Um, and then Domino's with one of the best deals I've ever seen. The big yeah. the big three zero. That um, was buy one large one topping pizza, get a medium for thirty cents. Oh oh, it's the big three zero. That and was. Uh, why can't we get that now? That's an amazing and commercial. Then, and then we got. So wait, hold now. The Domino's has been around for thirty years at that point. In yes. nineteen ninety one. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And their pizza didn't taste good until 2015. <laughs> <laughs> That's even Fact. more amazing. Fact. <laughs> then we got a great trailer for the hit television show Davis Rules, Emmy Award winning. <laughs> the, uh, Davis Rules, huh? Oh, yeah. Everyone loved Davis Rules. Did they? Yeah. Randy Quaid, mm-hmm. Jonathan Winters. Yep. Okay. Um, Jonathan Winters won an Emmy for Davis Rules. No. Way. Jonathan Winters won for Best Supporting Actor in 1991 for Davis Rules. Wow. Do you know how many seasons Davis Rules ran for? Uh, two seasons, one on one channel, and then another on another channel after it got canceled <laughs> and re-picked up. How does that make it? Just because Randy Quaid's in it? Pro- that's actually probably. And uh, because it's an Emmy Award winning. Davis Rules got uh, 26.7 million viewers oh, on its debut. Blows my mind. Such uh, a weird world back then, like... What? People loved Randy Quaid and Jonathan well, no. Winters. I mean, Jake, you and I have talked about this before, that even like uh, going back to like 2005, like a show would get like 9 million viewers. Um, I've got the okay, numbers okay. for this go, one, go too. Go for it. Give, give it to us. Um, tag Team, hit television show. It uh, pulled in 11.2 million <laughs> viewers. It got a 7.0 on the ratings scale. How, then how did it not? That just blows because my mind. Back we, then, we already talked about that. Yeah, because back then, that's not good. Jesus. It ended up ninth in the overall for the night. Top 10. Yep. The, it ended up behind a new episode of Empty Nest, a, a rerun of Golden Girls. Makes <laughs> sense. Carol and Company. Won, that, won the, uh, that won the hour. Uh, Dear John, uh, the Finelli Boys rerun. Amen, starring Sherman Holmesley. Uh, Young Riders rerun, a Candid Camera rerun, oh. Tag Team, and then a Cops rerun. You're on Candid Camera. So yeah, um, Fox was strongly uh, behind the ratings all night as I was looking at it. Because JC, you were talking about how Fox was not the juggernaut that it is. It now. wasn't the uh, to me. I don't think at that time it, it was, was still a br- it, was it was still kind new, of a brand a, new it station. Was, it was the new network mm-hmm. on the block. Fox was showing. Um, uh, totally hidden videos Ooh. at eight o'clock. Oh, nice. Haywire at eight thirty. Uh, cops rerun at nine. A uh, cops rerun at nine thirty, <laughs> uh-huh. and they weren't showing anything or ten. Yeah, or because, after. yeah, and they still don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that just amazes me because again, we talk about how today in current environment, like a WWE Raw gets what, like two point eight million. That Carol Burnett uh, special on NBC, twenty one point three million oh viewers at God. ten o'clock at night. The win- the winner for the overall overnight Golden Girls had. Uh, or no, it was Empty Nest had twenty eight point five million viewers. Twenty eight point five. That's million amazing. People. And Golden and Girls, I was one of them. And Golden Girls the same night had twenty seven point eight million viewers. No, was that a rerun? Yes, yeah. a rerun, rerun of the rerun Golden, of Golden Girls. Golden Girls. People would kill one. for those ratings today. That's what I'm saying. And again, tag team, what 11, eleven million people, number nine at, at the ratings. Could you imagine what it would be like in general, like. Yeah. 
Like, imagine, what would the, be the equivalent be of that today? Like, I couldn't imagine. So the, do, do any shows get that? So the, the closest that comes to it, you mentioned that the Big Bang Theory just uh, had their finale. Yeah. They routinely were, like, the highest rated sitcom. Yeah. Getting, like, I think they get, like, 15 million. I feel um, like I feel like they just broke the record for their finale. May I bet. Have, I'm sure they did. May have been the most viewed uh, sitcom um, episode. A show that's really popular on cable, like Walking Dead. Um, they used to draw in about like twenty million, but progressively as the later seasons off, have gone, it's, it's been getting it's, gonna do. it's been getting really bad. I think they're down to like nine million, which again, still nine million is huge. Um, but you're not gonna find anything in today's environment. Um, Breaking Bad was one of the most lowest rated shows, and it wasn't until their fifth season when they got on Netflix, so everybody was able to catch up and watch it on Netflix. That they hit big. Their final season was drawing astronomical numbers. Wow. So it really just takes. Now that everything is streaming or all these segmented things, cable, you can't get the big ratings. Yeah. But tag team should have been. Fuck Big Bang. Um, so. Through the conversation they had earlier with the girl, they figured out they figured out Rita went to the pound. She was <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they, nobody could find her after nobody she ran off. Again, one. she is a witness for a double homicide of cops. She's in the witness protection program. How do they not that protect means, her? Don't you know what that means? It means four cops are in your house at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. they uh, they find her, and she's like. Well, yeah. they steal the uh, the governor's car, or whose car did they steal? It was like the lieutenant's car yeah. lieutenant. from Tyler, who was getting it detailed or something, right? Which was strange. Which is has some connotations that are not. Yeah, very, yeah. And they were like, "We gotta be there in twelve minutes. Hurry up!" And then with, uh, then they take the car, and he's like, "I'm coming with." Why? Why <laughs> would you go with? <laughs> well, because he's gonna be the wacky sidekick. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Like if the if the series had been picked up, he would have definitely. So they bring Rita to the courthouse, but the two bad guys are right outside, like blocking. It's like nobody else would do anything about this, <laughs> right? And um, they end up using the same moves they used in the match with the Orient Express. Right. In this, they I like that back body. Like they did the same callbacks. Definitely. Um, so they finally, <laughs> Piper, after doing something, kicks dirt on one of the guys, yep. like a jerk. And then Jesse's getting slowly choked out with a shovel <laughs> handle. Luckily, he reaches out his hand. For the big tag. tag. Which was, by the way, much harder than the one in the match. So that's <laughs> fine. They, for some reason, Ice there's, cold tag in the match. there's ropes uh, tied up by one of the trees, and they Irish whip him off the rope for the back. But I, yeah, I, I was, was like randomly there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how'd that happen? Um, I was, was waiting for her to do the big dive. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. So uh, they I would like Tyler to do a big dive. No, he just had his gun. He was like, don't move. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't move, dirtbag! His career took a big dive after Whoa, this. Oh, jeez. Um, Piper and Ventura finally delivered the witness. Oh, got it right in time. But the two other cops were like, we'll take him in. <laughs> that's a great impression. That, that was, was other really cop. good. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> and, she, and then the captain was like, no. It's their case. They're you reinstated. <laughs> <laughs> Guitar riff. Well, I was actually going to ask you guys if you noticed the Lethal Weapon saxophone that kind of oh, snuck yeah. in throughout yep. this episode. Yep. Oh, Coming yeah. back from commercials. Yeah, why is yeah. that the song? Um, before we get this big fight scene, we are uh, when we are at the pound. Oh, yeah. She's uh, she's taking, taking care, care of, of a dog. dog who was hit by a car, which happens a lot to these dogs. Tyler hit her. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Vehicular homicide. <laughs> Uh, and it's poor paws all wrapped up. Aww. Yeah, and the girls and Roddy Piper's like, "Oh, that's a nice dog." And she's like, "You want him?" He's like, y "Yeah, okay." With a paw wrapped up, I think paws would be a good name for the dog. Oh, yeah. He's like, "I always wanted a brown dog." <laughs> I think it was a mutt, and he didn't know what you know. Right. Who knows? So, dog I mean, so is Roddy Piper. <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, that's a good foreshadowing, Mikey. Another commercial break. 
What were those commercials? Oatmeal Crunch, Sugar Free Dentine, yeah. Grilled Steak Burger, Raisinets. Mm-hmm. Fucking Raisinets. Tied with Bleach. <laughs> That's think, new. That was a big thing back Tied then. Tied with bleach? With Are you bleach. kidding me? <laughs> it can get your whites wider. Yeah, you can get every- <laughs> I don't know when you say it. <laughs> I, I don't want, the way you've been acting today. So uh, we get a big wrap-up scene at the end. Yes. With uh, Piper. Yeah, they all started rapping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ruddy Piper, and I'm here to say. <laughs> My name's Tricky Ricky, and I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. oh, you're doing mm-hmm. good, though? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, they're at their cool mill apartment. So they get a little knock on the door. They're like, who could that be? Open the door, and a dog bursts in and tackles Roddy Piper. And she goes, You're, you're a man of your word. So, so she wants Jesse, right? I don't know. She wants neither of them. She wants she both. Wa- oh. And they both want each other. <laughs> <laughs> and they now want that dog. <laughs> Uh, whose name is, by the way? Oh, yeah. Pause? No. Uh, no. no. Oh. We have the perfect name for it. Oh, yeah? Body, Body Slam. What? Which connects to Body, Body Slam. Slam. Well, now it's officially canon. Sure is. So that blew my mind. <laughs> I don't know why they decided Body Slam would be There's the best no name for it. There's no reason to name And they both looked at each other. They knew. And then they did this little handhold pose, double flex. They, <sighs> they did the Tim Lennox, like, hardcore yeah. pose. Uh, uh, coming up uh, is my favorite part of the entire uh, show. Oh, yeah? Which is when we get a look at the Lizard Boys. Okay. At the very end, yes. we're going through all their pictures, and it ends with them as a cop. But before that, we see them as... The Lizard Boys. Mm-hmm. We absolutely do. I actually went ahead and take, <laughs> took a picture. Perfect. Well, <laughs> we'll put that up on threewaytheater.com. Sure no, uh, Piper won't. has, um, <laughs> I, I, like, nope, 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 don't say it. Don't, we're, just let the fans, yeah, 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 just yeah. let the fans. Oh, okay. Nope. We'll post- I, I know what you're going to say, and we can't say it. <laughs> so we'll post the link to the episode up on our YouTube. Yes. We'll put, we'll put that up on the uh, We're going to upload it to our YouTube. Yep, we're going to upload it to, we're going to put it on Facebook and Twitter. And then we'll also post the picture so you can check out the Lizard Boys. And we're going to, Mikey's not going to say anything. Nope. <laughs> Mikey's going to be quiet. I'm going to be cool. Ooh, Ooh. Get shorty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. by the way, um, the video, the VHS, or the, the YouTube video of this, the description of the YouTube video I found interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm uploading this as far this as far for some reason it doesn't seem to be anywhere online i found this on a torrent site many moons ago and apparently it's hard to find so here you all go you want some bad tv and now you have it (laughs) this is up there with some of the worst things ever made for television even hot rod and jesse can't save this show people (laughs) so i disagree i don't think it was i would have loved to have seen more episodes and i think that as i mean we've watched a lot of movies and tv shows we've seen a lot of crap <laughs> we've seen a lot of crap and this like again it didn't really have a focus on wrestling because once they got banished they were off to doing other right things. and i did i i as i was writing i'm like oh i'm happy to see wrestling right away well that was the only time we saw wrestling right. well what about that final scene <laughs> okay right um, and I think that had it been picked up to series, um, maybe we would have seen more of the world wrestling. We would have seen more of Louis, uh, Le- Leona there, Lewis. You knew there was going to be an episode where they would have to go back as cops to solve a crime at a show. Like you know, something like what that if, was. What gonna... if when they come back to wrestling, they're they're cops? dressed up in their cop outfit? Yeah, they're hot also, cops. Also, they had this great uh, gimmick at the very beginning where they said, "If you find yourself with the autographed program, you open get to f- page seventeen. You you will get free tickets to the next show." What a great idea! It for is a pretty cool. Is. So only one of the uh, programs is signed. It was pretty cool. I don't know who I'm waving at, but how you doing? The sensational <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, we, we got a lot of money. We got a lot of spectators here for three way theaters. Mm-hmm. Sure do. 
inspectors. Yeah, they're inspecting us. Um, I, I, I did enjoy this. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I did as well. I was a big fan. I was a big fan of the show. Because you know what? It, it was it was retro and pure. But and it, it had like, heart. It had heart. <laughs> it did have heart. Um, yeah, so head on over to YouTube and make sure to check it out before yes. it gets taken out. I, I don't down. think it will be because we down. just promoted it. Yeah. Now it's going to definitely yeah. get yeah, taken Yeah, it's going to get huge. Before, before we go, real quick, I do want to bring up the fact that when you listen to this episode, we are going to be right on the uh, cusp of the New England Pro Wrestling Fan Fest. That's right, in baby. our first and live uh, episode. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be there. So if you want to, so Friday night is the Hall of Fame. We're going to be just getting there, getting kicked out of the building. Mm-hmm. We're being too record dr- time. Show right. up early. Oh, absolutely. And then on Saturday is the actual Fan Fest. So we're going to have our own booth. So the Hall of Fame is before the Fan Fest. Yes, this night this before. year. This year they flipped it up. Interesting. So now Hall of Fame's Friday, Fan Fest is Saturday, and we'll um, have our own booth. Come on over, and say Sunday hello. Is the Sabbath. So it's at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. You can go on Facebook to uh, the New England Fan Fest Seven. Now it, many wrestling greats will be there. It's yep. gonna be a lot. The Horsemen, Mike Pava, Lumberjay, <laughs> uh-huh. all your favorites. Uh-huh. There's um, gonna be a Four Horsemen reunion. Uh-huh. We're gonna have. Um, such other people as Tully Blanchard and yep. Arn Anderson yeah. and Barry Windham uh-huh. yep. and the Four Horsemen and the uh-huh. Brain Busters. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake, those are all the same people. Uh, JJ Dillon. Oh yeah, him. Yep. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna Paul be pretty Roma. cool. And many others. This is the first time we've actually done a real live uh, recording, and there's gonna be people walking by. We're gonna have Kepler um, on the I street. I disagree. This is not the first time we've had people walking by during our recordings. Okay, besides right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they're also running away from us. That's fair. Um, we're gonna have. Uh, I believe you said, Jake. You're, we're gonna have some maybe some matches lined up of them because there's gonna be a lot of guests that are gonna be there. There's gonna be maybe people we can wandering. Maybe, maybe kind of. Trick. We're gonna harass coming. legends yeah. into coming. We can over. tricky Ricky them into coming. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna look into trying to get um some cardboard cutouts of three way theater. That way people can take pictures with us. I think that'd be really fun for. It's for like, hey, do you guys want to take a picture with a yeah. real thing? Uh-huh. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> cardboard cutouts, please. It's just gonna be a lot of pictures of us taking pictures with our cardboard cutouts. <laughs> of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm super excited for it, and we may get kicked out of that too. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So um, if you want more information on that, you can also find it on threewaytheater.com. Our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Yep, be sure to check us out on Spotify, ooh, Stitcher, and ooh. anywhere you Google get your... Google Podcasts, iTunes, yes. all that yes. jazz. I don't have any fake things to say because we're on all the things that I used to say. That's <laughs> right. True. That's right. Finally, because of you. Yeah. It's all because of you. Yep. Still waiting um, for that truck to fall on Mikey. Oh, well, all right. Well, well, well I'm JC. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjig. And this yeah. has been Three-Way, Three-way Theater. Uh, Big tag. Go high, the low. <laughs> you always go low. Up and over, down and out. <laughs> oh hi, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. Now Billy, a deal's a deal, right? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> I guess he's feeling better. <laughs> Whoa, he's not hungry, is he? <laughs> you know he's gonna need a name. I think he's already got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Body slam. <laughs> <laughs>